Hi, what's better today? You're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy, and brought to you by Thecelsin.com. It's why some leaders thrive and others struggle. Hey there, this is John Kenworthy. Welcome to this week's Advantage podcast about how to align yourself to getting things done and enjoy success. I've always been fascinated why some people seem to achieve incredible goals, seemingly effortlessly, while others give up along the way. And others still may as well not set any goals, because they've achieved very little. I'm sure you've set yourself a smart goal, but have you achieved it? Goal setting, we know, is a powerful tool in helping you focus on a specific objective and getting your energy and resources towards achieving it. But did you know that human beings align themselves to achieving their goal in one of four ways? And the way that you align your energy and resources in achieving your goal can be the determinant as to whether you achieve success or not. What is it about those people who set big stretching goals for themselves and get there without the fight that the rest of us seem to face? Even something as simple as making sure everything is properly organised and filed and, and those minutiae are dealt with all effortlessly, or at least that's what it looks like. I recall going for a walk with my godfather when I was a child with the dog and we were walking down the river and he shared a story about swans gliding down the river elegant and poised, no trace of the furious effort beneath the water as they paddled against the current in search of the morsel of bread I'd just thrown. Is this the secret of those who seem to glide through life to endless streams of successes? I tried to master this idea of appearing poised whilst furiously beavering away and of course failed miserably. It was exhausting. Perhaps I should have just let the current take me wherever it would. But then I was finding myself drifting toward the weir of life and the turmoil of burbling rapids and somewhere downstream in the opposite direction. And and it's not just our long-term goals where this matters. We live in a world of busyness. There's a constant demand for our attention from work, from colleagues, bosses, clients, family, friends and beeps from devices and emails and more all clamouring for immediate attention. In part, just this modern life itself distracts us from our plans so it becomes increasingly important that we keep on top of everything and not drown in a sea of to-do lists under a cacophony of beeps. So let's explore the four different ways we can choose to align ourselves, our energy and resources towards achieving our chosen goals. I call them the push mode, pull mode drift mode and the fourth well it's really a combination it's the push me pull you mode in push mode you have a drive for yourself and for others towards a specific objective it's typified by focusing your attention on problems that need to be resolved or things that need fixing many people like me i use a to-do list or a, you know, you might use a GTD, a getting things done system. Take a look at yours and see if it's just a list of problems. The downside of most to-do lists and most systems is that all the fun and creative or enjoyable things rarely make it onto the to-do list or your schedule. 
Rather, there's a tendency to say that once the list is done and I have time, then I'll do the fun stuff. But that's like saying, well, when I've finished work, I'll do the fun stuff. I.e., when I retire, I'll do something fun with my life. But we want to live life, don't we? And what's more, you already know the things that you pay attention to are the things that grow, and the things that you don't pay attention to will fade away. So you focus all of your effort and all of your work life on problems, those problems will grow. And all the fun things that you want to do, like spend time with your family, well, they'll just fade away. Perhaps we should focus a lot more on what really matters. Oh, but you don't understand, John. I have to get this report done. I've got a ton of emails to clear. I have to, I have to attend this meeting. I have calls to make to customers, and if I don't, I'll get fired. I simply don't have time to talk to people, take it easy, smell the flowers. And when your stress levels have made you so sick that you can't work, let alone afford the hospital bills, you'll feel exactly um, accomplished, valued, important. Believe me, there is nothing more satisfying than lying in bed recovering from a heart attack knowing how much your contribution is missed. I'm not saying that these things, well, some of them anyway, don't need to be done, but that by not focusing all of your time and effort on them, they will and do fade away. Oftentimes they just get done without stress, without worry. But what about pull mode? Pull mode, on the other hand, is about leadership and paying attention to growth and improvement. And rather than focusing on uh, attention on, on problems to be solved or fixed or overcome, in pull mode we take the time to clearly envisage our future and allow the goal to pull us towards it. The result of push mode and pull mode may appear to be the same, that is the achievement of the goal, but in pull mode it takes less effort and it allows your unconscious activity to take precedence over conscious, linear, exhausting processing. The idea of pull mode is that you create a vision of the future that is so compelling for you, and perhaps for others, that you cannot help but be drawn towards it. The things that you need to do on the way become minor irritants that simply get done, and anything that really is not important is not done and just fades into insignificance. So what you want to be doing is focusing on your strength areas, the things that you are talented at because you get those done effortlessly. And the things that are your weaknesses, some of them, yes, perhaps you have to develop. I have to do some filing. I have to do some accounts. And these are two things that I don't actually enjoy doing. I love teaching accounts, but I don't actually enjoy doing accounts. I can do the spreadsheets and everything else, but I am much better off if I spend my time doing things that I'm very good at doing, that I can do with the least amount of effort. And the same is true for you. Focus on your strengths, not on things that you don't enjoy or don't uh, do very well. Use pull mode to do so. It will draw you towards and you will get those things done. And if there are things that have to be done, You're going to have to delegate. 
And then you say, well, I haven't got anybody to delegate to. Find somebody to delegate to. So push mode, you're, it's like putting the engine on. You've got to feed that thing with fuel all the time. It's constantly go, go, go towards a specific objective. Spot the obstacles, veer around them, jump over them, crash through them, whatever you need to do to achieve your goal. Very often people will run out of fuel, almost quite literally, and die along the way. In pull mode, we want that goal at the end so much, but we're going to use our strengths. We're going to use our knowledge and experience and understanding of the world to let it pull us towards it. But the vast majority of people I've seen and spoken to, they're not in push mode, really. They're not in pull mode. They're in something we call drift mode. The stresses of push mode, always making things happen and forever coming up against obstacles and time wasters causes many, many people to fall into drift mode rather than go into pull mode. Drift mode is quite different. It's somewhat new agey in influence where one just lets things happen when it's in pull mode. Call it karma, fate, life forces, whatever. It generally involves emptying your mind of worries and anxieties and just letting life happen to you. Whichever way the wind blows, you drift along with it. You might end up on an agreeable shore where you allow yourself to drift over the seas of life or you might end up somewhere deeply unpleasant or most probably you'll just continue drifting along. Pull mode is different because there is a clear and articulated vision of your compelling goal that is pulling you towards it. The aimlessness of drift mode may be refreshing for a while, but the anxieties of life will soon catch up and cause as much stress as push mode already does for the vast majority of people. And then there's the fourth mode, push me, pull you. This mythical creature in Dr. Doolittle provides this lovely metaphor for how many leaders feel about leadership. They are in push mode for themselves, driving the agenda and encountering resistance of their followers, who have to be pulled, some dragging, kicking, screaming in the chosen direction. No wonder many leaders are exhausted. They drive themselves to an early grave or opt out entirely and fall into drift mode. So how do you know which mode you're in? Well, do you take pride in hard work? Do you brag to people about working more than 50 hours a week? Can the company just not cope without you? Are you proud of that? Do you use to-do lists that you think that in order for things to happen, that you have to make them happen? If you answer yes to most or all of that, you're in push mode. Do you have a compelling vision of your future self? Find your work effortless, know your strengths, your talents, and that everything that needs to be done will be done? That sounds like pull mode. Do you have a you know, sort of an idea about what you want in the future and take it easy whenever possible and avoid unpleasant trees, unpleasant tasks. If they happen, they happen. If they don't, they don't. And you probably complain and say, yeah, somebody else should be doing this for you. You're in drift mode. 
as surely it's better for your health to be in drift mode than push mode. Sure, I think it is. If you have a lot of savings or a rich mummy and daddy to fall back on, but if you have no goal in life, that's what you're going to end up doing, achieving no goal. Or are you in push me, pull you? You're pushing yourself and pulling and dragging everybody else along to your vision of the future that you have to push yourself towards and exhausting yourself. You can tell from this that the best one for you to be in is really pull mode. The compelling vision of your future, understanding and knowing your talents and your strengths and committing and prioritizing the way you do things, the way you align your effort, your energy and all of your resources is using your strengths. You don't completely ignore your weaknesses. You develop those that you have to, but only if you have to. It's much better if you can delegate, get somebody in, outsource it to somebody if you need to, to get other things done so that you can focus on what you're good at and do it as effortlessly as possible. And amazingly, you'll enjoy doing it as well. So which mode do you win? Push mode, pull mode, drift mode, or push me, pull you mode? That's it for me for this week. Thanks for uh, downloading this podcast. Please do send this on to a friend. Tell them where to download it. Get them to sign up for Advantage VIP so you can regularly get this. And hit, hit reply. Tell me what you think of it, which mode you're in. And if there's anything I can do to help you, just get in touch with me. You've been listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. If you'd like to find out more, visit us at selsim.com. It's why some leaders thrive and others struggle.